Thank you for following us and supporting the show. I want to make you aware we now have different membership levels, and I want to personally thank every one of you for your financial support. I know that this is from your hard labor and your kind heart, and it is with a humble heart that I do thank you for all that you do and for your support in every way. Thank you so much. Welcome to Threads of Enlightenment. Your journey into personal growth. The splendor of any decision is after you've made it. All that remains to be seen are its consequences. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. Here at Friends of Enlightenment, we talk about the principles of self-development and personal growth. By having conversation with people who have walked through their journey of personal growth, we believe that everyone at some point in their life will have to deal with one or more of these principles to have the privilege of focusing on their self-development as humans. These principles, when applied, can help you to become the best self possible. Welcome to another episode of Threads of Enlightenment. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. It is my pleasure to welcome you once again to this podcast as we continue to learn about who we are as individuals that we can delve into ourselves and begin to take a closer look at who we truly are so that we can become, um, I would say, as I say, a mature human spirit. At this particular chapter we're going to work on in our episode we're going to focus on is called um, Unchecked um, Emotions. And all of us as individuals, as adults, children, I know uh, we have suffered some type of trauma that has caused us to act and live certain ways. One of, um, as a young boy, I grew up in Guyana. And, um, I had a situation in my life that caused much pain and much hurt. And from that place, I made decisions that uh, was not good for my life. And so I know this is one of things that we deal with as human beings. And uh, they are referred to as our demons that we have to deal with. And um, many of us have suffered uh, incredible trauma. And um, it's it's usually as children, uh, adult that we respect, love, uh, could be a parent, it, um, you know, brothers, sisters, family members, but someone close to the family um, causes much pain. And um, mine. Uh, my incident that happened as a young man where my, um, in my culture, um, of, in Guyana, uh, we, you know, people were beaten and, um, uh, it's, it was just a part of the culture. It's nothing like here in the States that you could get arrested for over there. It's just a part of the culture, I think. And so I, um, as a young man, uh, had to go through some serious pain, um, as a result of some of the things that would happen to me and one particular incident um, where um, I was um, exposed to everyone in my neighborhood and uh, uh, kind of um, uh, had a chance to, it was a form of punishment. And so um, as a result of that uh, incident that happened in my life, um, it happened with people that were close to me. And I resented both parties that was involved in that situation. 
So that governed my life um, for quite uh, a long time. I was in college where I had to be forced, I was forced to deal with uh, that situation because the memories of that incident would happen and it would come back into my life. And um, I would, uh, as a grown man, it would send me in a panic and I would find a corner somewhere and uh, uh, try to deal with it by crying and, and because it was so overwhelming. And so I understand that um, if the subject of unchecked emotion is very, very serious, it's also very necessary because until we begin to face that, as they say, demon, and learn how to conquer that demon, demon, we are not going to be able to pursue any type of peace and happiness that will come into our lives. And so it begins to be a tremendous battle for your own identity. It's a battle for your survival as an individual, for your spirit, your soul, your mind, your emotions to heal in order to deal with your situation. So many of us have not dealt with it, and we have um, gained families, uh, children, and, and, and all of these different things, and we bring them into our situation, and we respond to them, um, many of us similarly, through pain and hurt, and we, we type. Uh, we kind of damage our children and continue that process in our families from generation to generation. But um, anger was one of my things that I had to deal with as an individual, and I had to learn how to master it. And so it is my intention at this particular podcast, with this particular episode, that you and I are going to talk about a few things that are uh, those things that we call our demons. And let's learn how to exercise them out of our lives so that we can become more effective as human spirits, that we may continue to grow and become who we uh, are originally intended to become. Um, there is a book that I love. It, it helped me in many of my situations. And it was a simple, small book. It's called Buddha's Little Instruction by Jack. And he had a statement that in there that I'd like to open the podcast with. He said, the spirit of man is like a garden. It can grow love. It can grow bitterness. It can grow fear or faith. What seeds will you plant there? And so um, I wanted to bring that to our attention because uh, at some point um, we have to uh, deal with issues that came to us via our parent or whoever that uh, person was that caused us to, to hurt. And so whatever that seed of bitterness that was uh, planted in us, uh, that fear, that uh, seed of uh, fear and all of these things. And um, it is with my intention that you and I learn how to get out of that particular place. And so the reason why I wanted to talk about it is to let you know that your emotions bring you into certain states. I call them states. And now, um, what is basically a state? Um, I, I label it as a place where one goes, um, uh, where you allow your emotions to run wild. And so you have to learn how to manage your states. Um, and I believe that once you understand that, 
uh, the process of what's going on, that you will actually become uh, stronger and more in control of your life and that you, your decision process will be uh, controlled not by your emotions per se, but more so your logical piece. And you've heard the story before, people will say, get your emotions out of it, because the emotions out of it, you tend to block uh, your focus and cause you to make decisions. Uh, that is not uh, uh, palatable for your life. And so uh, I've been talking to you about uh, the book that Roddy and I wrote about um, uh, the threads of enlightenment. And I'm using that to guide us to get us started on our process as to how that we can walk in these different spaces. And Rade has a statement that uh, she had said in, in, in the book she talks about. She said, the user assume responsibility of all risk and injury. And she's talking about uh, the uh, emotion and uh, how to use our emotions. And she has an example where she talks about uh, there's always this door that is in front of you. And so being in this door, you have a choice to make. There are certain things you have a choice to move forward through the door. You have to take some kind of action. You want to walk through it, you want to stand at the door, or you want to walk away. But that door is still there. And so, um, and that door is a metaphor in our life as to the different uh, uh, attitudes that we've acquired over the year based on certain things that has happened to us. It could be, um, you know, like I said, a deep hurt uh, area that you are afraid to even go in, a room that you're able to open that door and walk in to see what's behind that because of fear um, and all of these different uh, 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 emotional um, traps that are there for us. And so uh, my intention is to get you to open this door and to face this this thing that you, that you and I, um, you know, uh, have in our life. Uh, one of the sayings that I have is that one with recognition comes responsibility. And so once you begin to recognize uh, that uh, your unchecked emotions, as Rada would say, you're unchecked, you're undressed, you're unacknowledged, uh, de denying ownership of, uh, shrinking of your responsibility. <laughs> um, you know, these are all the things that uh, is, a, is a part of that unchecked emotions. These are, uh, she calls the emotion, she calls the, uh, the Big Bang Theory the eruption or the emotion of the earth. Um, and so when you have that picture in your life and in your mind of this eruption of emotion and anger will take us into eruption of, of emotion, hate, uh, love, um, shame, uh, uh, all the other good and bad is an eruption of um, our emotion. I, I have this saying also that I, uh, I always tell my people, you know, if you ever lose control of your emotions, stop everything and find her, find them, get hold of it, because um, you need to learn how to master that. And I'm going to read a couple of things that is uh, put inside uh, the book, uh, Fred Enlightenment. I look at emotions in my life today as tools um, that I can use to produce and to obtain certain things out of my life. And um, once you get that revelation of what it truly is, then you begin to understand, you know, uh, 
I'll take an excerpt of the book. It states, it says, emotions, they are the language of the soul, the energy behind being. Without our emotions, how can we truly understand anything? And this is where she mentioned that the Big Bang was the emotional uh, emotional eruption of the universe. And so this um, example that Rade wrote here is, is such a powerful thing because she says that emotions, they are the language of the soul of man. And uh, it is absolutely right. You know, and you, have, you and I, it is our responsibility uh, to learn how to control it, how to tame it. Um, it is, I'm not saying that you know, you shouldn't get angry, but I'm going to try and show you that even anger from a place uh, of love, there's certain things that we need to use anger for. And that, um, that and I, I want to show that and let you know that there's a difference, there's a purpose for your anger. But most of the time we direct it towards people. But um, I don't believe that we should direct our anger towards people. And I'll go into that and let you know what, what I think and why you should, uh, where should that anger be. And so, um, but my, my whole take on emotion is that it's a tool that once you understand how to use the tool, that it will bring you into powerful places in your life when it's used correctly. Uh, feelings come and go. But your emotions live in you, and uh, it takes you into the states. And uh, let me give you an example. Um, anger is an emotion that if it's unchecked, that will lead you to a state of hate. Um, you have uh, uh, situations that will come into your life that will help you to see that that's an absolutely true um, uh, uh you know, statement, worry can lead you into a state of fear. Happiness can lead you into a state of joy. Compassion can take you into a state of love. And once you understand that our emotions are, are tools that transport us uh, from different states in your life, then you can approach life uh, from a place of choice. And so, my goal is to help you to learn how to get to that place where if you understand those principles, again, that uh, your emotion is a tool and that it takes you into a state. A state is a place that where you go and you think of you're there all day long and it kind of corrupts the being of who you are. But once you understand that it's a tool and that you can uh, um, bring you to a place of choosing how you make your decision, that is power. And so from this place of power now, your your choice is very clear in your situation. You are in control of it, not your emotion that is in control of you. you know, so uh, we can take uh, examples of, of um, uh, Nelson Mandela. I'd, I'd written, written about him. And I remember reading his book, uh, and as a young man, he talked about how um, uh, uh, it was anger his early eight years, uh, Angle gave birth to his, his being through the state of oppression and injustice. And so as he began angry and, and became angry, angry, it took him to a state of hate. And once he was captured, um, being in a place of solitude, and we talked about solitude a little uh, on the last episode, being in a place of solitude, he was able to conquer 
and uh, learn how to forgive his captors from that place of solitude. And he brought in, in, in control that emotion of hate. And so he began to approach his captors differently. And, it, and you can read his, his life story where he, it moved him from a place uh, to learn how to forgive each other uh, and, and forgive people. He moved that from the place of state from a state of hate into a state of forgiveness and love and all of these things. And that, what he did basically was took back his power from his captors. And so you and I have to take back our powers from those that captured us. And so we can do this as you learn to see that uh, your emotion is a tool and not to have it govern you. But like I said, you know, I gave you examples earlier that worry can lead into a state of fear. Happiness can lead you into a state of joy. Compassion into a state of love. Uh, anger into a state of hate. And so this is the battle that you and I have to learn as individuals. And so as I mentioned to you earlier in the, in the book, uh, Little's, uh, Buddha's Little Instruction, uh, I said that the spirit of man is like a garden. It can grow love, bitterness, fear, or faith. What seed will you plant there? So, see, it talks about you now planting the seeds. What do I mean by that? You taking away the power from those that stripped it from you, like Nelson Mandela did. He took away, he, he, he mastered his uh, unchecked emotions in from the place of solitude and so this is why it's very important that um i uh you've got to learn how to move and operate operate from that place of solitude uh because that's where you gain your power you begin to look deeper into yourself and see where you are uh you have been short uh, uh sided or um uh, are you have allowed certain behaviors to be the premier behavior in your life and, and people know you as the guy that, or the girl that gets angry. Um, but if you learn how to master your emotions from that place, then people get, I'll give you an example, if someone gets me angry, I try not to respond to them instantaneously. I try to back up a little and I always believe in taking that breath because I think that breath is the separator between everything else and that long breath you just take that and kind of kind of kind of bring you back into reality if you may say so but um i believe that um that, as i mentioned to you before there's nothing wrong with being angry and i believe all of those emotions are good because uh, uh it's necessary in certain things i think we should be angry uh, or even hateful at, uh, at certain things that are like, like poverty, uh, sickness, disease. These are the things I believe that you and I should be angry and hateful towards, not towards people. Um, uh, the emotion shouldn't be, uh, directed as far as to damage a person because the goal is not to damage them, but is to, to learn how to, um, uh, accept that person and how to love them regardless of some of the, the actions that they do towards you. But also you have to not place yourself in a situation where you cannot, uh, where it's hurtful or harmful for you, where it's, you, know, you need to run out of that situation. But um, uh, my thing is that 
your emotions need to be, you're going to need to forgive some people. (laughs) Let's put it this way. You're going to need to forgive some bad people, some people who did some bad things to you. But the purpose of the forgiving that person is not for them. It is for you. And so you have to first recognize that that um, emotion is there. And then you have to recognize, go a little deeper. Okay, why is it? And so then once once you find out the why that it's there, then you begin to go deeper and and find out, okay, what do I need to fix that? And so... um, in this particular time, we, we in chapter three we talked about, or episode three we talked about, um, you know, we're talking about the unchecked emotions. But um, uh, the next episode we're, we're going to talk about forgiving others because, like I said, this is a whole process that I'm trying to take you through, or different states that you need to be in order to become the master of yourself. Um, as I mentioned earlier, part of this uh, podcast, and I didn't want to go into names and as to who. I'm sure if you're listening between the lines, you could see uh, where some of us, it's, it's you know, uh, close people, our parents and our aunts and cousins and uncles, brothers and sisters that have caused that tremendous pain in, in our hearts, divorces and all the different things. Um, but it is our responsibility. What's something that was done to us as a child? has an expiration date where we're an adult that we need to take control of it and not to use it as an excuse to not um, not do what is necessary, do the hard work. Guys, this is hard work because um, you are uh, changing habits. You have to fight habits just like any any person that is hooked into anything, whether it's drugs or whatever. You have to fight it, and you have to learn how to become the master of yourself. And that is the intention of this whole thing, is at the end of this, that when you've gone through all the different states that you need to become a mature human spirit, at the end of this, you're sitting there and you're looking at the God that is in you, the person that is stripped away uh, from all the things that hold this down. But that God in you is where you're going to be. And from that place, you're able to love someone. You're able to reach down and help someone that needs the help. You're able to do things for people without expecting anything. Um, you're able to, to pour some of that love that, and that you've gone through a healing that you've walked through. You're, you're able to turn that back and reach out to pull someone from the pain that they're in. Um, one of my things that I had to deal with was anger. And, um, I was abused as a child. Let me come out and say it to you. I was abused as a child. And, um, I took that abuse uh, as a child into my entire life. Um, I took it into my marriage. I took it into the life of my sons. And, um, but I wanted to conquer this. And so I spent much of my life knowing that I need to find an answer because I didn't want to repeat this thing and carry it into all the generations in my family. And so I kept searching through books. I kept searching through tapes. I kept searching through um, meetings and all kinds of stuff, uh, uh, you know, to try and learn how to master myself and how to overcome um, this anger that I had. 
uh, because of what happened to me in my childhood. And so I took it to my children. I remember when I did something uh, that was traumatic to my children. I would, uh, as a grown man, I would kneel down to my children and look at their eyes face to face so that they know that I messed up, man. And I would look at them and, and actually uh, ask them to forgive me and that I'm trying to work work through this particular thing and that uh, there's a, a way out um, of it. And um, so I spent much of my life trying to find the answer to that. And then one day I was at, actually at a monastery just walking around, uh, visiting a monastery, and um, I stumbled upon this book, um, and it's called Counseling for Anger, and the author is Mark P, and his last name is uh, C-O-S-G-R-O-V-E, Grosgrove, uh, Ph.D., and I grabbed that book, and I actually had it on my uh, in my library for a while, and uh, one day, I think um, I saw it, and I grabbed it, and I said, you know, you need to start focusing and getting past this anger, um, because as I mentioned, I was abused as a child uh, by my grandfather, um, when uh, physically abused um, by my grandfather, and, um, you know, uh, uh, really traumatic stuff that um, had affected me for many years, and I had to face it, learn to forgive him and all that kind of stuff. And so these are the things that I'm trying to teach you that helped me to get out of where I was. And so I picked up this book in my library and uh, decided that I'm going to read this book, take a look, and see it, whatever I can get out of it. And uh, I read this particular line. This is one of the very first lines in the book said, how many Christmas mornings, wedding receptions, and family picnics have been lost to an angry moment? That particular statement divided asunder all of my pain, all of my darkness that I've had, all my resentments against my grandfather and all the others that hurt me. It cut right through all of that. And it stripped me naked of um, my hatred and the... The, the darkness that was in there and it actually started um, guys I'm not saying that you get you know healing is not um, um, it's not instantaneous healing is a process a miracle is instantaneous and I'm talking about threads of enlightenment I'm talking about a process I'm talking about healing and so you are going to get a revelation at one time and you're going to see that um, you have a certain way that you are living and behaving and you want to fix it. And you're going to step out and you're going to start that journey. You're going to make a decision to it. But um, uh, as I said, healing is a process. You're going to fall back sometimes. But when you fall back, you, you go to that person and ask for forgiveness so that that seed is not planted in that garden. You know, and so... Uh, as I, that's, there's a reason why I read that, because I wanted you to see it becomes our responsibility in the state that the spirit of man is like a garden. It can grow love, bitterness, fear, or faith. What seed will you plant in that garden? And so um, it is your responsibility to plant the seeds now. Don't wait for someone to do it. You plant it. You learn how to love someone. You learn to love those that uh, hate you. 
that's you know that's their choice but you don't have to behave the way they it's a choice and that's what i said to you earlier that once you understand that your emotions too that um you know you will, will move from state from one state to another you know once you understand that your emotions are too that transfer that transport us to all the different states in our life that we can approach life with a place of choice. I can now choose how I will respond to a person or a situation from this place. The place of power, the place of choice, the place of choosing. And so this is what you and I have to learn how to do. Go into yourself, get books, find books, find tapes, find something to get your freedom. Because if your emotion goes unchecked, you will behave, cause you to behave in certain ways. You're going to be in a state of hate. And I have seen some tremendous things about people being in a state of, of hate and how it affects their bodies. I'll, I'll give you a story and I'll close with this. Um, I grew up in a church and um, I was out one uh, Saturday. We were going out there, uh, street working thing and stuff like that. And, and I went to a house, and there was this lady there, an elderly lady um, in the house. And um, we knocked on the door, and uh, she came out and asked her if we can come in and talk to her about, you know, you know, um, God and, and belief system and stuff like that. And so she welcomed us into the home. And as she began to talk to us and so forth, um, uh, I began to to uh, have a sense of certain things from her, and I, I began to question her, and um, I began to see it. And actually, um, I saw it clear as day. Actually, guys, I saw this woman that um, she never forgave her husband, and so I said to her, um, "Her hands." But when you look at her hands, it was. Arthritis was just her hands were curled up her fingers. And um, I looked at her and uh, she asked us if we would pray for her. And I, and I said, sure, you know, we pray for you. Uh, she said, I, I, God can heal my hands. And I said, sure, you know, um, I want to see you too. So I laid hands on her and began to pray. And what I began to see in this lady's life was stunning to me. I said to her, um, you need to forgive your husband, and if you forgive your husband, you'll get you'll be healed from your arthritis. Your hands will open up, but you need to forgive him. And she looked at me dead in the eye, and she said, "No, I'm not going to forgive him." And I looked at her. Um, they call they say that this is like a word of knowledge that's, uh, that you know we're being used by God and uh, through a word of knowledge. And I got that word of knowledge, and I looked at her and I said to her. But he's been dead for over four years. And she looked at me and said, I don't care. I know he's dead, but I will never forgive him because he cheated on me. And so here is this husband for this woman died four years ago. She is still tied up within her emotions. She knows the seed or the, what she planted in her garden. And the, the fruit of it is this crippling disease. She refused her healing because she could not forgive him. She could not let it go. She could not allow her emotion uh, to face that demon, as I said. And so because of that incident, 
she was not able to to heal to get healed and she said i will i'll stay like this i will never not forgive him how in the world <laughs> that's amazing but that's where people have gone and allowed their emotions to take root planted grow into to anger which i stated earlier which leads into hatred and leads and as she began to the hate in her began to affect her to a cellular level that it even affected her body and so you can see that this is uh, this process is happening and it's happened to many of us it happened to me as a young man where i was so affected by the um, emotional uh, uh, trauma that i went through that i would be crying as a grown man on campus hiding in a corner trying to deal with uh, uh, my abuse that i went through but i'm here to let you guys know that i am free from there and you can be free because you and i are masters of these things and then once we recognize that there are tools in our life that can help us to respond from a different state then we have as i mentioned uh, power and so my hope is that while listening to this that you would meditate and focus on your those emotions that you have in there find out the why it's coming up and then once you find out the why it's there then we'll learn how to deal with it as i mentioned in the next uh, episode we're going to talk a little about uh forgiveness and so forth and this is the story that i covered uh, a little while ago about this woman i'll talk about that again and but how forgiveness is very important but you have to recognize where it started from where the seed was planted into your spirit and it will manifest in, in 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 an emotional uh, um outburst or certain behaviors or which then becomes um a pattern which comes our lifestyle and all this type of stuff so it is up to you and I to now start planting the seeds that we want in our garden and stop making excuses i know that it's painful because i was right there where you are don't make it don't give them any more power it's time to take back your power and so um as i mentioned to you at this uh um, podcast present enlightenment it's a it's a series of states that we get into and we are at um one of the most important i believe about recognizing why you're behaving the way you are uh from all the emotional outbursts the anger the hatred you know let's deal with these things so that we can go into the state of love and joy and so that people will look at us in our families and friends and realize that you're a changed human spirit until next time again this is Ken Primus of Threads of Enlightenment and I thank you so much for listening and tuning in with me invite your friends and family members that we can all grow together and change our life that we can uh, um, become better human spirits everyone who's listening to this podcast we hope to continually help you to learn how to embrace moments of darkness because it is in the darkness that we learn how to develop and use our abilities to truly see those parts of ourselves often invisible to us in the light it becomes your responsibility to navigate through all of your trials to find out who you truly are and begin your journey to loving yourself which is possibly one of the most difficult things you will ever do in your life to love yourself and to find the real you 
but always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, we deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, anyone that you can. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. Everyone who's listening to this podcast, we hope to continually help you to learn how to embrace moments of darkness because it is in the darkness that we learn how to develop and use our abilities to truly see those parts of ourselves often invisible to us in the light. It becomes your responsibility to navigate through all of your trial to find out who you truly are and begin your journey to loving yourself, which is possibly one of the most difficult things you will ever do in your life. To love yourself and to find the real you, but always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, we deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, anyone that you can. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. <laughs>